When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. we got to get to our feature interview. We do that thanks to Ryco Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryco Filters, the professional choice. But before we get to our first guest, we got to give him a proper intro. Scott Pye, 2012 Homebush, last win in Super 2 for Triple Eight. But now it's Brock Feeney. The pressure that Feeney's under at the moment, the way he's got to perform with that pressure and that expectation on his shoulders for such a young guy, the job that he's doing right now is seriously impressive to watch. He's the youngest in the field here today in Super 2, and he has also, more importantly, been the quickest. He'll take the perfect 300 points, and he takes another step forward to taking genuine cup seat next year. Sublime effort, Brock Feeney. Yeah, it certainly was the Bulls on parade yesterday at Surfers Paradise, but he is the man of the moment. Please welcome back to the driver's seat for the first time since he won the Super 3 Championship, the one and only Brock Feeney. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, Brock, you know, the funniest thing, I was just thinking there, Nimsy, when you said uh, for the first time since Super 3, I reckon the voice has actually changed in between Super 3 and your <laughs> announcement now. You you are so young and you're still young now. And uh, congratulations, mate. Announced during the week, probably the worst kept secret in motorsport for the last six months, but finally announced as Jamie Wincup's replacement for next season in Triple Eight, mate. What a, uh, what a privilege. Well done. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, to be honest, this last month for me has been pretty hard to believe. And yesterday, it sort of all became real. So I sort of found out about a month ago that, that I'd be replacing Jamie um, 100%. So I've been trying to keep it under wraps has been pretty hard. But, to, you know, <laughs> get out in front of the press yesterday was just awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's so good to let it all out. Have you, Mate, have you been smashed by... Basically, everybody going. Have you got the seat? Have you got the seat? Like, give us, give us a bit of a bit of an insight into what the last month's been like for you. Uh, to be honest, about four weeks ago, when I found out, it was like a dull point because I think everyone had been hammering me for the first six months of the year, and at, I didn't know at the time, but you know, I knew I was obviously trying to get for it, and I kept using the same answer and the same answer. So they all sort of went quiet. And then when Jamie came out and said that they'd be announcing it at the end of August, then everyone's like, oh, so you've signed the deal, have you? Um, so the last few weeks have been quite difficult trying to keep it under wraps. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's, it's so good to get it out. Uh, Brock, we're, we're a, a show that goes around Australia. Um, we have a lot of people listening, and a lot of them interact with the show by sending in text messages. And you wouldn't believe it, straight off the bat, we've had Joe... <laughs> Uh, text us in. He says, hi, boys. I'm a big Holden and Red Bull racing fan, but can you tell me who the heck is Brock Feeney and is he good enough to drive for this team? <laughs> so you should ask Roland Dane. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. And I, and I guess the add-on to that, and thanks, Joe, for sending that text in. I guess the add-on to that, mate, is 
What does a successful year look like for you next year? Because it's a fantastic seat. It's one of the, the if not the most competitive seat in uh, supercars. You're following the greatest driver of all time in supercars by stats and wins and, and by so many other stats. Um, what does a good year look like for you next year? Are, are there performance clauses? What do you have to do next year to be satisfied at the end of 21, uh, 22? Um, to be honest, it's a little bit hard to put an expectation on at the moment. I'm looking forward to Bathurst, which will be my first hit out as a main driver against the other the other main game drives, which will be really good for me to get a little bit of a warm-up, I suppose, for next year. But the biggest thing for me next year, obviously, in my rookie season, is obviously just learning as much as I can and trying to have a consistent year. I, I know there's going to be plenty of you know ups and downs, and you know the first year is probably always the toughest because there's so much to learn, but... I've got a great team around me to help me, you know, get some good results. And at the end of the day, the team goes away to go win races. I'm fortunate enough that I've got Shane as my teammate as well. So, uh, yeah, the thing doesn't change for the team. They're still going away to win. And we won't stop till we get there eventually. It's it's so hard, though, at the moment. Um, I've still got a Super 2 championship left to go and Bathurst 1000 as well. So there's still a lot to go on before we get to 2022. Mate, uh, I think... Everybody sort of well. Everybody didn't really know. Like we were talking about it, and you were you were stumped last week, Maddie, weren't you? You were you were like, well, you know, I would have thought I haven't heard. You know, there's always a rumor that pops out or, or something, that, yeah. or something that leaks. Yep, and nothing. And you were like, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know no, what's we, going well, we on. Know. And we speculated about all internationals and stuff. But I gave a bit of an insight, Maddie, last week. Do you remember? What I said last week, I knew, and I was thinking about this as I was driving in tonight. I know exactly where well, you're going. Let's have it. Let's have a listen, Nimsy. Jet was racing on the weekend up at Queensland Raceway. Roland Dane was up there racing, and mm-hmm. Jessica Dane's Hyundai XL, who who was up there racing as well, was Brock Feeney. But I can tell you what, the hugs and the chemistry and the just watching Roland with Brock. Over the weekend, right. I kept a bit of a close eye on it. Ah! I think there might be a little bit of be more of sunshine. There's a little bit of something there behind yeah, the right. scene, so well, I reckon I, that's 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 the that's I mean, the ticket. There you go. <laughs> Look at you go, hey? Stevie Scoop. Little Stevie Spy on the weekend while you're racing a Hyundai, bro. All over it, Stevie. Picked it, mate. <laughs> I think the um, thing was though, everyone thought like. I reckon everyone was like 99% it was me, but because nothing had come out, there was still that like doubt in their mind. Yeah. We, was, look, we were, like, we yeah, were incredibly it, impressed. Does he? Yeah, we were, re- we were incredibly impressed with what, you know, Red Bull, Supercar, Triple Eight, everyone, the way Even they kept the lid on Even us talking to Peter Adderton about it. Absolutely. Kept, kept the absolute lid on it um, and didn't let it leak out, which is super unusual for supercars because normally you can – I've got a little segment coming up a little bit later on. I'll be able to tell, talk to you about um, with an exclusive there because things do get leaked out. But this one was tight as a drum. And I guess from from the audience point of view, Brock, tell, I mean, tell them who you are, where you've come from, what your earliest memory was of racing. Because, mate, this is an extraordinary graduation, an extraordinary opportunity, and one that... At Brock's age, at, too. At Brock's age, but, but also that kids left, right and centre, everyone that's ever pulled on a helmet dreams of. Yeah, 100%. To be honest, that's completely what it is. It's like a dream come true at the moment. But uh, even though I'm 18, a lot of people sort of forget. I've, I literally started racing motorbikes when I was four years old. I was racing. So I've been going away, you know, every second weekend for 14 years, basically. And even though, it, you know, I'm not racing at the highest of levels, 
you know, as Stevie would know, when you go go-karting and you're running around the country all the time, it, it gets very serious. So um, I raced bikes for about six years till I was nine, um, and I switched to four wheels then. So I did go-karts for six years, uh, and I switched to Toyota 86s in 2018. So it's been a quick rise in cars. It was only three and a half years ago I learned how to drive a manual car. Well, I learned to drive a car in general. Um, so I did the Toyota 86s for a year, won a few races in that, then stepped up to the Super 3s with Paul Morris. We won that first year. And then last year was with Pickford in Super 2, which was cut short. We only did three races and uh, did my Bathurst 1000 debut last year and uh, got poached by Triple Eight to do the Super 2 <laughs> Championship this year. And uh, obviously... We're leading that championship at the moment, which is awesome. And to get the, the, the main prize is the biggest thing uh, for me this year. And, Brock, one of the things I wanted to ask you, because we, we just alluded that we had Peter Adderton on the show just a little while ago, and he was very, you know, you are a, you are a Boost athlete, and he was a uh, Boost mobile athlete, and he was very, very clear coming out in the media and saying that if, if Brock doesn't get the Triple Eight seat, he will still be in Supercar's main game next year. I will put him somewhere. So play the devil's advocate for us. If if Rich Uncle Roland didn't put you in the seat, what were your plans? Where were you want to go? I mean, it's all null and void now because you're Jamie's replacement. But where were you looking? Where were you thinking you might end up? Yeah, to be honest, I hadn't really thought about it too much. Um, at the end of the day, I was I'm racing for Triple Eight this year, so my whole focus was at Triple Eight and. I knew from day one that I wanted to be in Jamie's seat. Uh, when Pete put that statement out and said, you know, if he doesn't get the seat, there's a backup. But, you know, that gave me so much, like, reassurance, you know, how good boost is for one. But it also didn't put so much pressure on me. So, uh, yeah, all I wanted, though, was to get into the 88 seat. Like, I was fingers crossed that I didn't have to use the backup, which Pete offered me so generously. Um, but, yeah, the whole goal this year was to just make sure I could get into Jamie's seat. So saying that, are you? is that what you're going to do? Do you know what number you're going to run next year? Will you, will you run the 88 or will you go with a number that you've sort of grown up with through go-karting and and, uh, and the like getting to, to where you, you are now? To be honest, I have not even spoken a single <laughs> word about that to Roland yet. Um, I think from what I've picked up from like interviews and that, he said he'll let me choose but I don't think they'll be like a completely open number. I assume it'll be one of the numbers that the team uses generally. So, um, yeah, I'm not too sure what will happen there. I suppose we'll have to wait and see the later date. <laughs> and actually, that was a, a text that we had from one of our great uh, friends in Toowoomba, Big Tommy. G'day, Tommy. Uh, the big question for Brock is, which number is he going to run, the 88 or the 888? So there you go, Tom. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> and we've actually had uh, another friend of ours from Dolby um, uh, ben from Dolby. He said, so excited to see Brock at the Triple Eight seat for next year. I remember watching him on Supercars Life in 2019 and seeing Roland following him then. Not surprised that calculated Roland went with Brock. Calculated Roland. Yeah, a bit of mayo on that text. <laughs> yeah, a bit of mayo. Uh, bring on 22. Uh, bring on 2022. From That was Ben from Dolby. And, I mean, speaking of 22, mate, you, it's going to be an interesting year for you to go in there because we're going to have the current car and it, possibly at some point we may switch to the new Gen 3. That's that's a heck of a rookie year. If it wasn't hard enough, you're actually going to have potentially a change in car halfway through. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that because then everyone goes back to 11, like 11 playing towards. So I'm obviously well behind in years of driving the current supercar. Um, but I think a new change is, you know, it's going to be very different for the whole category itself. So, uh 
all I got to suppose is just focus on one step at a time at the moment. So I'll look to the first race and I suppose we'll wait and see what happens at the end of 2022. And, and, but, but also you've got unfinished business this year, mate. You've still got a super two championship to win. Yep. Um, you're doing very well on that. So I guess, you know, it's going to be hard, not, not hard, but you know, to, to be so excited and looking forward to 2022, but you know, you've still got to bring that focus back to completing what you're trying to achieve here this year. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I think this this week at the moment for celebrating next year, and to be honest, next week we got a test day for Bathurst in the wildcard car. So uh, this week's sort of the celebration week, get all the media out of the way, and then it's back to present Brock and get back to 2021. So as you said, Stevie, the biggest goal this year was to win the Super Two Championship, and I knew if I could do that there'd be the chance yep. to step up so fortunately enough the signature's already on the paper and <laughs> now it's just about going to try and get the trophy actually did you see the last text that just come in maddie i did it's uh you'll find this quite funny brock but maybe your co-driver bathus won't 88 is that the age of his bathus co-driver <laughs> <laughs> paul russell paul, paul russell's got a cop it isn't he <laughs> oh, it's so bad it's gonna be so good <laughs> Um, Brock, I want to ask you, um, what we've been watching you, of course, this year very, very closely because of the potential of you picking up this seat. You've driven the Honda XL, which you which you win in regularly and consistently. Um, you recently jumped into a GT car as well. You've done Super 3, Super 2, and now you're going into main game. Is there at any point in time now or in the past where you've jumped into these cars and thought, oh, holy heck, this is this is incredible. How fast is this? Are you still, you know, grabbing the tiger by the tail or do you just jump in now and go, this is what I need to do and this is how I need to go fast and I'll just go and do it? I tell you what, it feels a lot more natural when I jump in a new car now than it did a few years ago. So, um, you know, even back from when I started in 2018, I was doing 86s. I, we ended up buying an XL that year. I did a, a race in Aussie cars. So from day one, I was trying to do as much as I could, basically. So Because I'm so young, I... Uh, Basically, any racing was great, but I suppose as I matured over the years and learned a few more things, it does become a lot easier, I suppose, to adapt between cars. But the GT experience this year was was awesome. I hadn't drove anything with proper downforce before, so to go from supercar to a GT car was a world apart. Uh, but you know, I, I love that part. You know, just mixing things up all the time, and I think it just helps me improve as a driver as well. And and look, the, the questions are now coming thick and fast from our audience. I reckon one of your mates has texted in. He's got a text message. He's got a text number, a phone number ending in 667. He says, hi, boys. I happen to know Brock, and he's been uh, he's been known to smash a Coca-Cola or two. Is it now Red Bull from here on in, or is that not part of his deal? Are you still allowed to dry, <laughs> drink Coca-Cola, or is it just the bull? Well, I suppose <laughs> I'm supposed to drink. Like, I do drink Red Bull now, for sure. I drink it, well, <laughs> drink it regularly. He gets it for free uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's awesome. They just keep coming to the door. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? He's driving the is best it? car in supercars with the best team. <laughs> and the thing that gets the most emotion is, I'm just getting Red Bulls getting delivered to the Red door. Bull. <laughs> uh, it's so cool. There's a stack next to my fridge, so if anyone needs any, yeah. yell out. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's so good. And, mate, how, how did the family take it? Because, you know, when you get to this level, it's one thing to, to get a Super 3 drive and a Super 2 and a GT and all that sort of stuff. But And it's even one thing, I think, Stevie J, to get a drive in supercars because if you're with a backmarker team, it's kind of, mm. great, that's really good, but we know the road is going to be really hard. How are your family dealing with the fact that you're going in the most 
sought-after seat in supercars currently because that's a big achievement. Yeah, mate. I think they're in nearly as disbelief as I am, to be honest. It's, it's been a big shock to us. And, you know, we knew coming into this season that Jamie was going to retire and someone needed to fill the seat. So we always had our fingers crossed that uh, I'll never forget the day that I walked out of that meeting and I called my parents straight away and literally we were nearly in tears on the phone together. Uh, <laughs> so like so many years of just putting in so much hard work and it's yeah. not just the driving part, like the sacrifice. I don't, Stevie, you'd know what it's like, the sacrifice yeah. that you got to put into your young bloke going racing, um, the years and years and the money. It's, it's such an expensive sport. So to get to this level um, at my age, it's, literally not just for myself, but the whole family. It's like a dream come true for all of us. So, uh, you know, that day just showed the emotion and all the effort that we've put in. It, it feels like it's all paid off to get to this point. Um, and sort of now a new chapter begins. You know, it's and it's it's quite close to my heart too because, you know, I've, I've known Brock for quite a while now. I've known, you know, Paul, his dad, and his mum, Sue. And, and, you know, it doesn't matter whether we've been go-karting together or whatever, you know, um, Paul and so what they're always there. They're always doing stuff. They're always, you know, sleep, I've seen them sleep on couches in places wherever they can get to, um, to get Brock racing. And and now, um, you know, knowing them as well as I do, mate, I know your dad. He would he would he would still be as red as a beetroot because he'd be that happy <laughs> and he would not have stopped smiling since uh, since you told him a month ago. I reckon. Exactly. If you know him very well, Stevie, as you do, you'll be, he's been chewing his finger for the past month as he does everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and can I, just, can I just clarify on something that you said there, Brock, that you referred that Stevie J knows what you're talking about with the sacrifices of being a supercar driver and that sort of stuff. Mate, the only sacrifice Stevie J had to make in the early days is not smashing 25 Big Macs a week. Now that he's in retirement, he's gone straight back to that privilege of 25 yeah, Macs no, a week. No, I can't because I need that money to keep jet going. See, that's that's what Brock's exactly. alluding to. You've now started jet racing. You're, not, you're only going to be able to afford 10 Big Macs a week. Now all I need to do is just stop eating, roll into Brock's place and just pick up a carton of Red Bull every now and then. Absolutely. I'll just live on that. Yeah, yeah, Free yeah. Red Bull, keep jet going. We'll give you the studio address, Brock, and you can send some of the Red Bulls uh, over here. Honestly, Brock, well done, mate. We're all so super proud of you, and I just can't wait to see you finish off this year in Super 2 and get into uh, the main game next year and really show everybody what you're all about because we all – I know, and I just can't wait for you to show everybody else. No, thanks, mate. really appreciate that. So, yeah, just, just looking forward to it and to everyone tuning in that's in lockdown. Um, you know, hang strong because it won't be too long and hopefully we'll be going back racing together and hopefully we'll get some fans out there. So looking forward to – Next year, to seeing a few of your faces out there it should be good fun. Oh, we're very much looking forward to it, Brock. And just a fun fact, too, I think you're going to be, I'm going to pull out my uh, V8 sleuth hat here because I think you've, you're probably one of the only people that's gone from a, from driving a Stephen Johnson X, an ex Stephen Johnson Falcon to into a Jamie Wincup Triple Eight seat. So well done there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Geez, there would have been a seat change in that, let me tell oh, you. Oh, give it a rest, McKellen. It would have gone right back to a small uh, one, let me tell you. But, uh, Brock, mate, as, to, as, as uh, Steve said, and, and our texters have said, it's been absolutely mental. Our Facebook has gone nuts the minute that it was announced, too. And uh, you could even tell when we chatted to Jess Dane last week on the show that there was a bit of a twinkle in the eye that, like, there's some great <clears> stuff. <throat> they were just talking about how excited they are for the future of Triple Eight. And uh, the fact that you're spearheading it is... A pretty good sign for our sport. So congratulations again, mate. Well done. 
No, thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. I'm definitely looking forward to a few years to come. Should be good fun. <laughs> good on you, Brock. Uh, that is Brock Feeney, our feature interview. Thanks to Ryker Fielders, Ask Mechanic for Ryker Fielders, a professional's choice. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.